Hey, y'all. Oh, my gosh. What? <laughs> Why did I just say y'all? I'm from New York, so podcasts do weird things to you. They bring out the alter egos, I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, you guys. That's what New Yorkers say. It's Jess McKinley here, life coach for the millennial entrepreneurs, and I am so excited to be talking to you guys today about feeling motivated. It's kind of one of those buzzwords that everyone's always asking me about. How can I be more motivated? How can I be as motivated as you, Jess? Or how can I be as motivated as Oprah? Or I'm just not feeling motivated. And I'm going to break it all down and kind of tell you the myths and the truths about where that feeling of motivation comes from so you can start to create it intentionally and then also kind of dispel some of those myths so that you can stop living in this place of unmotivated and feeling stuck and just waiting around for motivation to hit you. So it's really hot out, by the way. It's hot out and so naturally I'm freezing because I (laughs) pumped up the AC, but it's okay. It's going to keep me on my toes for this podcast. Are you ready? So I started this podcast because I wanted to talk to those people who are constantly just posting negative things on Facebook threads, and especially all of you guys in the business Facebook groups and you just pile on each other's um, commiserating and it feels good to be like, yes, me too. I hate this when this happens, but then actually it's not creating anything except for a sense of inclusion, which is great. It feels great in the moment, but it doesn't get our business anywhere. Right. And so I really wanted to talk to these people and coach these people, but yet I, I know how coaching works and I know that for my clients, I can tell them the truth. I can tell them how it is. And maybe to other people, it might sound harsh, especially if you're, if you're not asking for it, certainly not because our brain, it puts up defensive walls. And when we're on the defense, we can't hear anything that the other person is saying. You've definitely probably experienced this as an, in an argument, right? You say something and then they say something else and it seems like it's not going anywhere. And it's because neither of you are trying to learn anything or grow. You're just trying to come out of it, the victor, right? The victor. And so I started this podcast as a place that I could reach people who have maybe been struggling with something for a while, but they're skeptical of investing in a life coach, or maybe they think they don't have the money or whatever it is. And they are, or maybe you just don't even realize that you're experiencing this problem or having this um, obstacle and how to overcome it because you've always been on the defense when it comes to this issue. So I started this podcast so that you can come here and experience this cool thing that the brain does when it's once removed. Basically, when you think you're listening to someone else's conversation or you're listening to a speech or something, your brain removes all of its walls and it can hear the message more clearly than if it's in a one-on-one conversation. Because certainly a podcast can't be talking to just you, Susan. Just kidding. Imagine how uncomfortable it is for you if your name is Susan. I'm talking to you. No, I'm, I'm, I am talking to you, Susan, but I'm talking to everyone else too. And And I want you to let this podcast do that for you. Let 
it, put your brain, uh, relax, kick up your feet, be on the couch, let your brain just come here feeling all of your human shit. And I'm not judging you and your humanness. So please don't you just take down your defenses and let this podcast heal you. And today we're going to be talking about feeling motivated. So if you didn't listen to the intro podcast, what we're going to be doing, we're going to be breaking down a emotion every week so that you can finally start to take some really kick-ass action in your business. And if you don't already know this, every decision that you make in your business, every decision that you make in your life comes from a place of a, an emotion, whether it be positive or negative. What Your emotions, your feelings, they're driving your decision-making. They're driving your actions and your words. So if you want to take great action, you need to feel motivated, right? But yet some people will say to me, oh, like I'm just, I'm, I just woke up. I'm not feeling motivated today or I haven't been feeling motivated for a long time. Sometimes it happens to us for so long that we don't even know how to fix it. And people will sit around thinking that this feeling is something that happens to them and waiting for motivation to strike them like lightning. And I just, I want to dispel some of these, these, uh, myths. So first of all, you need to understand what is a feeling and a feeling is a vibration in your body. That's all it is. It's something that comes from a thought that creates a vibration that feels a certain way in your body. Some of us, we don't even, we're so out of touch with our emotions and with our feelings that we don't even really understand that that's what's happening and that, that it actually is physically manifesting somewhere in our body. But even for those of you who are out of touch with your emotions, who cares? This podcast is for you. I'm going to break it down in a very scientific mathematical way. I'm a no BS person and I'm not here to sell you some fluff. This is not about, you know, close your eyes and just feel rainbows and sunshine. This is going to allow you these tools to feel your negative emotions and not be so scared of them, to stop blocking things out and stop not doing something for fear of feeling an emotion and then creating some positive emotions on purpose, right? So a feeling is a vibration. We know that, but where does it come from? And your feelings come from your thoughts. It's that simple, right? We like to think sometimes that feelings are something that just happens to us or it's created by something that happens out in the world, but actually nothing else can influence our feelings except for our thoughts and our beliefs. And this is so, it sounds so simple. You're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But I don't think you realize how often you, you give up this, you forget this, this profound principle that our thoughts drive our feelings, right? Because then you would understand that in order to feel motivated, all you have to do is think motivating thoughts, And even my most advanced students, even my coaching clients who have been with me for a year, sometimes they're like, well, I just don't know how to feel better about this as if they don't. And I'm like, how do you feel adored? I was talking to one of my clients today. She'll know who she is. 
about feeling adored. And I'm like, don't you want, how do you want your clients to feel about you? How do you want your family, your friends? Do you want them to, you know, like you? She's like, yeah, I want them to like me. I'm like, what about adore you? Do you want them to adore you? She's like, yeah, how do I, how do I get that to happen? And I was like, here's the thing. In order to feel adored, your clients don't have to do anything differently from what they're doing right now because you feeling adored doesn't come from outside of you. It comes from your thoughts. So in order to feel adored, what do you think? What do you have to think? And she was like, um, I have to think that. And she's thinking really hard. I could tell. And I'm like, let's just break. It's so much simpler than what you're trying to do in order to feel adored by your clients, which everyone wants to feel. I'm sure everyone listening wants to feel that you simply need to think my clients adore me. (laughs) It's that simple. And I I know some of you guys immediately you're like, um, okay, I don't want to be delusional. If some people don't adore me, I'm not just going to walk around being delusional thinking everybody adores me. And I'm like, you're a liar because you tell me you don't want to walk around being delusional. Well, here's the thing. You already probably think none of your clients adore you or you don't think that they adore you. You're not actively thinking that when the truth is I adore my client, the one that I was talking to. And she, she's a florist and she has sent me flowers myself. I have been one of her clients of her flower shop and I adore her work. And beyond that, I adore her customer service. She's an excellent, excellent business person. And the thing is, is that it doesn't matter whether I feel that or not, I cannot create that feeling in her. So if you want to feel adored, you, you can't wait for someone else to tell you, I adore your work. Maybe that'll feel good, but that's just because, not because they said it, but because you're choosing for the first time to believe it. So what I'm encouraging you to do is whatever feeling you want to feel, you got to start thinking the thought now and stop waiting for the outside world to prove to you that you can feel a certain way. That's backwards and it is just a waste of your time. So how do I feel motivated? How, how do I self-motivate? Obviously, the number one simplest way for you to feel a feeling, what I always like to tell my clients is just say the sentence out loud, I feel that I feel that uh, emotion, right? So if you want to feel motivated, you just think the thought, I feel motivated. If you want to feel love for your sister-in-law, all you need to think is, I love my (laughs) sister-in-law. And honestly, like sometimes going from a negative emotion, right? If you feel, if you feel like your clients hate you going from that to adored, your brain's going to like be like, it's, it's going to resist that. So your first step is to just go from negative to neutral. And then we can work on going to positive. So before we get too deep into a black hole, we're going to be breaking some of those things down in future episodes. But right now I want to give you some other prompts and some thoughts to feel motivated because it's such a loaded feeling. It's such a huge feeling, feeling motivated and something that can create incredible action in your business and incredible results in the form of money, in the form of clients, in the form of just feeling on fire, right? So 
these are a couple of ideas of what you can think in order to feel motivated. One is thinking about your purpose and associating what you're doing in your business with what you are here on this earth to do. It's a different way of thinking, right? And when you are thinking about, let's say your job um, is, you know, you are a, I don't know, you're a fitness coach. I'm using that as an example because it's what I used to do. And I coach a lot of people who do that. If you're a fitness coach, you can self-motivate yourself by thinking the thoughts about, hey, I am here. I'm not here to do anything but my job, no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm teaching someone, you know, how to do a bicep curls for the 50th time and they still haven't gotten it or whether I am, you know, selling a product or whether I am showing up and leading by example, whatever it is that you're doing, you can self-motivate yourself to do those things, even the most mundane task of your business by saying it's my purpose to help people be a healthier version of themselves. Those thoughts, your people like to call it your why, your why thoughts are driving thoughts that always, always create a, an incredible sense of motivation in you, right? Because the thought, I am doing something that has a sense of purpose is one of the most motivating thoughts for all humans. And this doesn't just apply to jobs that seem fun on the surface. It can apply to anything. You can you can be selling, you know, pens and you can talk about your purpose and saying, my purpose is to connect with other people and show them an easier way to do business. And that thought can relate to you selling pens because your pen is smooth and it's user-friendly and it's comes in all these colors and it's an easier way to do business, right? It makes their life a little easier, a little nicer, a little whatever. So associate purpose with it. That's one way. Um, self-motivating, you can talk about a reward, thinking things of when I do this, I will have created, or once I do this, I'm going to reward myself by doing X, Y, and Z. These are thoughts that I find more are more useful for short-term um, motivations, not really for long-term goals because it's difficult to motivate yourself to do something for a really long time when you're just thinking in the short term. But sometimes you only need to be motivated in the short term and those rewarding thoughts are very useful. Um, when you think thoughts that what you're doing is part of your identity. So a lot of times people will say like, I'm just, you're such a motivated person. You're so motivated as if it was something that I was born with. <laughs> and I will say that I grew up in a family that taught me and showed me how to self-motivate. And so it did feel very natural to me, but I, it wasn't something I was born with. And it's something that I have to practice on a regular basis. And certainly I'm not motivated to do everything. I'm certainly not motivated to get out of the out of bed in the morning at 6 a.m. and or to press play on my workout or you know to clean my toilet. <laughs> I don't feel motivated to do that. Um, but sometimes when we think of motivation as being motivated as a part of who I am, and you simply think the thought, I'm a 
motivated woman. I'm a motivated man. I'm a motivated boss. I'm self-motivated. I am like a power plant of energy that generates all the energy. Brennan Burchard says that all the time is that you have to be the power plant, right? You can't wait for the motivation to come along and say, let's go. Let's go, Susan. I'm going to keep using you as an example, Susan. But you need to think of it as a part of who you are being motivated. And that is simply a thought and all thoughts for our purpose. You need to think of thoughts as your tools in your toolbox. It's like pulling out a screwdriver. This thought of I'm a motivated person, it might feel a little awkward if you don't think of yourself that way yet, but why not? Why haven't you thought of yourself in that way? Because once you start to think of yourself in a certain way, it is going to create certain feelings in you. And those feelings are going to propel you into the action that you need to take in order to get shit done, right? So the last part that I want to mention is that positive thoughts are going to create positive emotions. So in order to self-motivate, you need to be thinking thoughts that are positive. I think it's very common that people think that they, in order to motivate themselves, they need to like punish themselves or beat themselves into submission. (laughs) And this is the opposite of how you get it done, right? You can't just, you're not going to create a feeling of motivation by saying, you better do this. And if you don't, I'm going to be so mad at you. Or like, you're, you're going to be a bad person. If you don't do this, maybe it'll get you to do it, but you're not going to feel motivated. You're going to feel guilted. You're going to feel guilt tripped and you're going to feel unworthy. And then when you take the action and get a result, it's going to create a negative cycle and it's going to be a negative result. You're going to resent the results and you're not going to want to do it again. Instead of feeling, having a positive thought, like the ones I mentioned before, that's going to create that feeling of motivation. That's going to drive you to just keep uh, inviting people and asking people if they want to hire you and then creating great clients that love being around people who are motivated, right? <laughs> to do the work. So, so keep that in mind. You can't negative think your way <laughs> or guilt yourself or judge yourself into a positive emotion. So in order for any of what I teach you here on this podcast, in order for it to work, you need to be able to take 100% accountability for your life. And that's something that my one of my favorite mentors, Jack Canfield, taught me. Take 100% accountability for your life. He's the author of The Success Principles, and that's principle numero uno, right? Take 100% accountability for your life. But your life is such a vague word. And the part that I couldn't wrap my head around was, but what about the stuff that happens to me? You know, I, I likewise didn't want my clients confusing this and blaming themselves for things that were happening to them, like being abused or getting hit by a car or being yelled at or, you know, anything that is the circumstances of your life, right? So let's break it down on what I want you to take 100% accountability for and the only things that you're not responsible for, right? Okay, so your circumstances, the way the world is, is not what you need to take responsibility for. The things that happen to your life, these are your circumstances. These are the events that happen. 
you're not responsible for that. But this is what you need to take 100% accountability for. And you can and you should. Number one is your belief system, your thoughts. So what you think about what happens, you're responsible for that. What you feel, a lot of us think, again, that our feelings, I can't, I can't help it. I'm just jealous. I can't help it. I'm just, that makes me, he made me so mad. She made me so upset. No, you take 100% accountability for how you feel. And we're going to go into this and I'm going to help you learn and grow and take more accountability. And if you're ready, if you're listening to this now and you're like, I'm ready, I want more of what you're talking about, please, please go to whatshappening.com and jump into happening sessions right now or get in with a one-on-one coaching, but one-on-one coaching, I have very limited availability yet. So only come if you're really, really ready for that. But you come and we're going to teach you how to be responsible, how actually to be responsible for your thoughts and your beliefs and how to be responsible for those feelings that you think right now are just happening to you. Then you need to be responsible for your words, the words that come out of your mouth. And that seems a little bit easier to wrap your head around. And and the actions that you're taking, your responsibility for your actions. Notice I didn't say any other people's words or actions or feelings. And then finally, the results. And people people get that you have to be responsible for your for your um, your words and your actions, right? Because you're like, oh, I gotta think before I say things. I gotta think. I can't just punch someone in the face because I'm mad. I have to be responsible for my actions. But when I talk about results, people are kind of like, well, it's not my fault that I didn't hit my goal of X, Y, and Z. This happened and that happened. And they don't want to be responsible for the results. They confuse results with their circumstances, right? And they want to tell me all the time about their circumstances. And the thing is, is your circumstances, the the cards that are dealt to you in life, that is not responsible for it or doesn't actually have anything to do with the results that you create in your life because you create them based on your thinking about your circumstances and your thoughts are driving those feelings that we're going to break down every week here. And those feelings are going to help you be accountable for your words and your actions and going to create the most incredible results in your life. So in order to feel motivated using the tools and prompts that I just gave you before, you need to be willing to accept the truth. And that is this, no matter what your life or your work is dealing you right now, you can choose to feel however you like about it, even during it. I'm going to repeat that one more time. No matter what is happening in your work or in your life, no matter what it's dealing you right now, you can choose to feel however you like about it, even during it. And you can even feel happy about it, any of it. I'm not saying you should, right? Because happiness isn't always the emotion that we want to feel. Certainly not when, you know, we hear about like a baby bird falling out of a tree. You know, we don't want to feel happy about that. So choose your emotion wisely, but you can choose, right? Baby kept you up all night? Motivated. Just read a negative comment on your Facebook post? Yeah, motivated. Lost your biggest client? Game fucking on. You guys, all you have to do is think a motivating thought. 
And some of you are listening to the examples I just gave and you're like, wait, but those are the things that I'm experiencing. My baby has been keeping me up all night. How am I supposed to feel motivated? I just don't. And I'm telling you from someone, I, I use that as an example because my two and a half year old was one of those babies who didn't sleep a full night through the night until he was 14 months old. And it was in the height of me running my own business and having gone full time. And I, I'm telling you how I got through it, how I felt motivated was simpler than anything. It was simply saying I'm motivated. It was simply doing every single one of those examples I did before. I rewarded myself in the short term. I made it a part of my identity. I started to say it so often that other people started to say, oh my gosh, I just want to be motivated like you. And I didn't feel it every moment, but when I didn't feel it, what did I do? I thought it and I created that feeling for me. The thoughts come first. You have to think I am motivated before you can feel it, right? Your feelings don't just happen to you. So here's an example of things you can think when, when you are going through those circumstances, right? So we'll go through this. So let's say you're one of the moms that's listening or one of the dads and your baby kept you up all night and now you have so much to do today and you are sleep deprived and you are just like not feeling motivated. All you want to do is take a nap when they nap, but you know that you really want to get it done. You simply need to think, use a thought like, all right, my child is going to more is caught than taught. And if I want to teach my kid that you can do anything you set your mind to, I need to lead by example, and I'm going to do this even though I'm tired. I'm going to do it because I'm tired to prove to myself who, what my character is. That thought gets me fired up, and I had to give myself a pep talk sometimes. Sometimes I had to listen to someone else do it because I was that tired. Shanti usually. <laughs> um, and what if you just read a negative comment on your Facebook post? Someone was just like nasty to you, just a hater on the Facebook post saying, oh, you know, you're not X, Y, and Z. What can you think? What about the thought, I don't have time for that. I'm too motivated right now. I'm too motivated to get other stuff done that I don't have time to take responsibility for someone else's thinking, right? That's what you'd be doing by trying to feel an emotion based on their thoughts. That's not how it works, right? Your emotions come from your thinking. So what does someone else's Facebook post have anything to do with you getting your job done, right? No, I don't have time for this post right now. Later, I'm going to address it and I'm going to say, hey, you know what? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. These are my thoughts on this. I'd love to see if we can like come to an understanding. I'm sorry that you didn't, you misunderstood what's going on. Or you can completely ignore it. Whatever your your tactic is. I know Gary V loves to talk to the haters and he does it in a positive way, not in a negative way. I think it's great. Um, and then the third one I think I said was, what if you lost your biggest client? If you lose your biggest client, you need to understand that is a circumstance. They pulled out for whatever reason has to do with them. Of course, number one, I advise people always know what the reason is. Don't just ignore it and be like, assume the reason is because they hate you. That's not going to create any good positive feelings for you. But number two, let's say the reason is something really outside of your control. Now in, your feelings are going to come from the thoughts that, 
hey, baby, like, all right, game on. We have to start leveling up. And what can we do to generate new money? What can we, I start to ask questions, ask yourself, what can you do? Cause your brain is going to go to work for you. And if you ask yourself a positive question framed, that's going to give you a positive answer. Your brain will do that for you. If you ask yourself a question like, Oh, and my son just walked in the room. This is what happens when you're new to podcasting and you don't know <laughs> how it's going to go. Um, should have locked the door, but all you have to do is think a thought that is going to or ask your brain a question that is going to set your brain to work for you. I'm sorry if you can hear him. I'm going to wrap this up right now. But you guys, continue to make sure that you are giving your brain the tools that it needs to set yourself up for success, not for failure. All right. I I'm hoping that after you hear this, you feel motivated, but not because of anything that I'm saying, right? And it's not my credit that you feel motivated. You're the only one that can make you feel motivated based on what you think. And again, you can trigger your thoughts by listening to positive podcasts, but mostly what you need to do is make sure that you are thinking those positive thoughts. So go out there, get motivated, and we'll see you next week.